Let's do it. Sound recording. I have sound recording from my microphone into my computer apparatus. Tape sync. 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 In five, seven, three, one. Welcome to episode 27 of Live It or Waste It. I am David Guggenheim. And I'm Dave Wine, and this is the show about getting the most out of your life. If you are in the process of changing your life and you're seeking a community of like-minded people, then this is the show to follow. Join us on our journey of remaking our lives with the help of the Live It or Waste It community. You know, I was thinking the Live It or Waste It community is really our, our life coach. They're the ones that are coaching us through this thing, telling us whether or not we're doing this the right way. Are we doing it the right way? Are we doing it? I think for the most part, we're doing it the right way. People are feeling inspired. The theme song says we're doing it the right way. Yes. Well, so we better, we better live up to our theme song. Those, those women on there, they know what they're talking about. Who wrote that song? Uh, Phil. Phil Jenkins? I'm just he just goes by Phil. No, just Phil. No last name. All right. No, you wrote you wrote. <laughs> I, I told you. I didn't write it. I I composed it, I guess. You composed it. Yes. A modern Mozart <laughs> with some technological assistance, I'm sure. A lot of technological assistance, actually. And the women are saying the right way, the right way. If some people have had a hard time following along with that fact but it yes that's in fact what they're saying the right way the right way not, go back and listen to it the right way Surat body drive a maserati as uh, someone pointed out they thought that's what it meant that sounds like the really bad remix of old town road <laughs> so you know what time it is uh i believe it's affirmation time it's affirmation time well, do you feel like reading it? I'm excited to read it. Oh, well then, please, don't let me stop you. Then we have our new music that we do with affirmation sound, so that's very exciting. So we'll let that kick in. Everyone, take a deep breath in and release with an ah. First, let's remember we are here because we want to find and fulfill our purpose and destiny on this planet. We want to move towards our true selves, our true nature of being, and no longer fight what is unfolding around us, but instead, just let it be. Because we are not here to get, we are here to let. We know that through changing our perceptions and our expectations, we can see the world for what it really is. We are pulling back the shade of fear, doubt, limitation, not enoughness, and letting the light of love, generosity, creativity, joy, peace, and prosperity shine through us. And through discipline, and consistency, we will accomplish our goals and create the freedom we desire. 
with the right tools, we can do anything. This is how we live it. Yes! I there love it. Hmm? Let's get to work. Let's get to work. And the word of the week is stretch. That's a bit of a stretch, isn't it? You couldn't wait to say that, huh? No, I just had to come right out of the gate with that. Stretching is something most of us do not do on a regular basis. Because of this, we suffer from chronic pain and have poor circulation. Yes. I mean, I don't think there's a person listening that doesn't have some kind of chronic pain somewhere on their body, if not several places. I see you cracking your neck as I say that. I, I can't not right now. The, you say the word stretch and all I can do is just move all around and shake it out and pull it. Yeah. You know, I mean, just touching your toes every day, just taking five minutes to stretch out your back and your legs and your shoulders can really make a difference in your health. And of course, you know, if you're into yoga that's a great way to not only get flexible, but also burn calories. So you're losing weight and stretching your muscles out. And it's, it's something you can do with a partner. Yeah. Do you and uh, your wife ever have a, like a stretch session? All the time. All the time. Uh, she is a leader in the stretch department, and I'm sometimes resistant to it. But I'm always grateful and, and glad after we've done it. My sort of mantra has been, if you can't do it now, what do you think it's going to be like in 10 years? Oh. Mm. If you can't touch your toes now, well, what aren't you going to be able to touch in 10 years from now? So stretch it like you like it. That's a good point. That's a real good point. And how do you feel after you guys do a stretch session? Uh, rejuvenated is the word I would use. Rejuvenated. Can you feel the, the blood circulating in your body differently? I would say so. Yeah. I think that's one way to, to frame it. Mm -hmm. You actually found some bonus videos for the audience to investigate the powers of stretching in, in yoga, correct? I sure did. And, uh, I made sure that they were very short videos. Because I know stretching is not something that's many people look forward to, so uh, including myself. So I thought the shorter the video, the better, um, because it really doesn't take much. And, you know, understand in the beginning, it's going to hurt. It's going to be uncomfortable. And you should really make sure you don't push yourself too far to where you pop something or hurt yourself. But... I think that making this a priority is something you should strongly consider. So the first video, David. Four best lower back stretches for pain. Yes. By Active Chiropractic. This one is three minutes long. And he shows you how to do each. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry. What? No, I'm sorry. I was just going to say I picked this because I've, most people suffer from low back pain. Right. So. I've been my my low back lower back has been pretty good. I'm 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 lucky in that regard, but That's good. Again, stretching is to keep one healthy. So yes. it it's it's a good thing to do. 
Um, and as we said, it's three minutes long, and show, he shows you how to do each exercise in a brief discussion about why these stretches are important. So this is on YouTube, Four Best Lower Back Stretches for Pain by Active Chiropractic. So all thanks to him. The second video is called Yoga for Neck, Shoulders, Upper Back. So you, you focus on one part of the body with one video, and this one focusing on the upper body through to your head and neck, which is a 10-minute yoga quickie. Yes. It is yoga with Adrian. Yes. So kudos to that. And actually, I'm doing a 30-day yoga with Adrian. She has a 30-day yoga for beginners. Uh, she has a video for each day. Oh. Counting down to 30 days. And I am on day four. And day I'm enjoying four. it. Is that a freebie? It's a freebie. I tell you, the wonders of YouTube, man. A 30-day, for free, stretch challenge. A shout-out to Adrian. Well, that is awesome. That is a great word of the week stretch. Let's do some stretching. And stretch I, I bet you everybody listening to this has done some sort of stretch or, 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 or neck crack or something like that while we've been talking about this. You just can't possibly hit on this topic without it coming across. So, so let us know on the Facebook page if you had to find yourself stretching your fingers or your toes or, or something while you're listening to us talking about yes. stretching. If you have the means, get down on the floor, stretch out your back, stretch out your legs. Topic of the week. Yeah, topic of the week. This is a toughie. Now we are continuing on our Healthy Habit Series, which is awesome. And we are going to be getting into a very important and necessary habit. It's called, and brace yourself for it. Well, you probably have already seen it because it's the name of the episode. Vulnerability. Vulnerability. People are like, what? What's that? What does that even mean? Somewhat of a twofer, right? Because vulnerability comes with shame. 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 That's our requisite Game of Thrones reference. Shame. 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 The last season was horrible. But anyway. <laughs> what, we do movie reviews now? <laughs> All of a sudden, we're breaking into movie reviews. Well, not yes. even movie reviews. TV reviews. TV. Live it or watch it. Speaking of watching it, the video of the week, The Power of Vulnerability, Brene Brown. Who is this Brene Brown? She's a researcher. She researches human behavior, and she made a splash at a TED Talk with her talk about vulnerability. So she's a, a researcher. So she's like pure science, social scientist person. Exactly. Numbers and figures and, and pie charts and graphs. This was not an easy video for me to watch. It was not. And please explain why. Well, I mean, I think that coming from Brene's point of view, and she's open about it, that she's a very methodical sort of person who likes to have control in her life. 
Mm -hmm. And through her academic research, she basically comes to the conclusion that control of that nature is a facade. And Mm -hmm. she really embraces sort of the let it go, let the universe do its thing. And you work on yourself and open yourself up to vulnerability. And that unlocks a lot of qualities in you that are significant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that unlocks things like healthy relationships. And, and true to your nature. And, and going as far as saying you can't really have a healthy relationship without vulnerability. She came to the conclusion that vulnerability is essential in healthy living. And when she realized that, yeah. she said that she had a breakdown. She, she couldn't handle that. Let's um, first, before we get into the video, just kind of, she talks about what vulnerability is. And uh, she describes it as emotional risk, exposure, uncertainty. She, she says, I love this part, is that she said, it's our most accurate measurement of courage. Wow. Because there really isn't, you know, a lot of other things you can do that show courage as much as being vulnerable. I think that's really true. In our previous episode, you know, we were getting in, we did the uh, uh, episode 26. We got into sort of, you know, how we're doing. That was, that was the focus of it. And if you, you haven't heard it, uh, definitely check it out when you have 20 minutes to spare. And I got into some of the trials and tribulations that I've been going through. And one of the reasons why Mm -hmm. I was hesitant to go in that direction was fearing shame, right? Fearing what people's reaction will be. Shame. And fearing that people will look at a vulnerability that's being discussed as an inherent weakness in in character. And so that was a real big concern of mine. So this really gives me Mm -hmm. a lot of extra ammunition to combat the demons inside that say, oh, no, no, you don't want to ever go there and admit weakness or admit admit vulnerability. So this has been a a real journey for me to, uh, to come to terms with that. Well, that's the re- one of the reasons why I wanted to do this is because of last week's episode. I thought you were being incredibly brave and, and vulnerable. And um, so I thought it was important that we talk about what it is and the fact that so many people are afraid of being vulnerable and it's having a drastic effect on our society and like you said there's this and Brene talks about how people equate vulnerability with weakness 
you know if you show any kind of imperfection then you're a weak person and you show that you're not dealing with life perfectly then you're weak and you, you should be shamed and shame but when we see other people being vulnerable we usually see that as an act of courage like i have friends that are vulnerable with me and and there are times when i say to myself wow i could never admit something like that to anyone and i applaud them for being able to open up to me that way and i make sure that when someone does that that i'm not making them feel stupid for feeling the way they're feeling or for having these these vulnerable emotions but a lot of people unfortunately have a negative reaction because they don't know how to deal with someone being vulnerable and so they'll shame them or they'll make fun of them um, shame. for you know expressing their feelings and and I think this is the reason why a lot of people stop being vulnerable you know there was probably a time where we tried to be vulnerable to people and they threw it in our face or made fun of us and didn't show any kind of support or empathy and so we learned okay well the way to avoid feeling that is to not be vulnerable put up your defenses right which is you know try to become this perfect being when i present myself out in public uh i'm i got i got everything in the bag and nothing bothering me yeah, I, I think that uh, for a long time, that's where I, I resided there in that sort of space. Mm -hmm. And it, it takes a lot of work, right? And, and not really profitable work. And I would pretend, let's even say, not knowingly, but to be put together. I, I, mm -hmm. I know where I'm at and whatever. And had my, my S together, basically. And that takes a toll because it's just not allowing yourself to embrace the imperfections that make us who we are. And that's right. One of the things that Brene was saying that seems maybe counterintuitive in the beginning, but then makes sense is that vulnerability is the birthplace of innovation creativity, and change. And I think this, these are really, really key points. To create right. is to make something that never existed before. How vulnerable is that? Putting something out into the world that hasn't existed before. Which could be mm -hmm. as simple as saying, I love you to someone. You know, right. or as complex as, you know, some artwork that you're creating that is different than what people perceive as as what art should be or or an idea of uh everyone being equal right which seemed preposterous to to many people in fact the people who even said that idea didn't even fully believe it mm -hmm. took us hundreds of years literally and we're still working on it mm -hmm. to make that preposterous idea something that is reality and a lot of times the shame is coming from ourselves you know it, it's it's that that voice in our head 
Well, we on this show we call him Schmitty, and he Schmitty likes to tell you that you're not good enough. Who do you think you are? Stay in your lane. You're you're out of your league, and that's the voice that we have to be aware of because we can listen to that voice without even realizing because that voice has been there for so long. Shame. Schmitty sounds like you. Shame. Schmitty sounds like mm-hmm. me. Schmitty is disguised as being smart. And listen, Schmitty is there for a reason. You know, Schmitty, he may think that he has good intentions. He's protecting you. But in the long run, he's just keeping you from being your authentic self. And we'll never, ever, no matter how much money we have, where we live, who we're with, if we aren't our authentic selves, we'll always have conflict in our heart. And if we're not vulnerable, if we're not allowing ourselves to be vulnerable at some point with someone, then we're not ever going to find our authentic self. This is really what living it means, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to live your authentic self and be the best you you could be, you have to go through this valley of vulnerability, this, this fear of shame, this, uh, whether it's public or personal condemnation. Right. And it's something that we all deal with. And that's part of what Brene was saying, is that statistically, we all are dealing with this stuff. We pretend that we don't. or that. And Brene was very clear that she didn't want to get into her issues that arose of growing up as a kid, you know, that type of stuff. But you really mm-hmm. can't get, you can't just compartmentalize that stuff in, in a box. It's going to mm-hmm. come back and get you. And it will keep getting you until you go through this process. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, I'm sort of this going, doing this show is allowing me to go through this vulnerability gauntlet in a way that I've never done before. And it's very difficult. And the more vulnerable you are, the, the easier it is to see the walls you have erected around yourself to, to protect yourself. And yes. I thought I was standing on a beach, but it, in fact, it's, I'm at the castle gates just looking through, mm-hmm. dropping down one little drawbridge. Um, to test the, the, test the moat, if you will. Watch those gators. You got to watch for the gators and look up for the, uh, the falling oil. Cause, uh, you know, it, it can be, it can be painful at times. And again, let's sort of shift the perspective a little bit. What are we thinking internally when we see other people express their own vulnerability? whether this is in an interpersonal relationship, how do we handle it? Do we shoot up our defenses? Do we cast judgment on that person without reflecting as to why are we having such strong visceral reactions? Shame. I think we have to, you know, own this stuff that, you know, maybe some of our own actions in the past were not the best in that realizing that we're not perfect 
that we could be a-holes to people because we're protecting our, we're seemingly protecting ourselves. That's right. And you know, people are, um, a lot of people don't want to uh, be vulnerable also because they don't feel like they're worthy. They're worthy of, of receiving the empathy back. Uh, they're, they're worthy of the love that comes with that. And the research that Brene did showed that people who had a strong sense of love and belonging were the ones that felt they were worthy of it. And they had the courage to be imperfect and they had the compassion to be kind to themselves and to others. They had a connection as a result of their authenticity. As a result of being vulnerable, they had a strong connection to love and belonging. They were willing to let go of who they thought they were supposed to be and allowed themselves to be who they truly were. They embraced vulnerability. To them, it was necessary. That's really great. I'm so glad that people like that. Well, it was funny that Brene actually said that she, uh, at some point that uh, initially she didn't even want to be friends with people like that. <laughs> you know, and, and certainly not become one of them. I mean, that's where she was sort of starting from. All right. And the sort of touchy-feely stereotype there. And that's the other thing is that, that that's, that's part of the shame. People think that, that you're a weak person because you, you embrace being, being happy, being okay with, with being imperfect. Being a human being. I, I think a lot of times we don't want, it is, we're going at such a fast pace that people being a human being is too difficult for us to even contemplate. Like, I, I don't want to deal with you as a human, as another human being that, that matters. Right. Like, we all matter. We all matter. You matter. Despite what Schmitty might say, you mm -hmm. matter. And you can do anything. We are very powerful beings if we tap into the right part of our brain and we leave out all this nonsense that we're distracted by and we allow ourselves to be vulnerable. So um, I think we should probably wrap it up, but I want to read this last quote that she left the audience with. I think is a really great way to sum this up. If we let ourselves be seen, deeply seen, to love with our whole hearts, to practice gratitude and joy, and to believe we are enough, then we will stop screaming and start listening, and we will be kinder and gentler to ourselves and to each other. Doesn't that sound like somewhere you'd want to live? Man. I mean, it seems like such a fiction from where we sit right now. But that's because we're allowing it to be a fiction. We numb it, whether it be food or drugs or alcohol or whatever it is, with, with media consumption, with phone consumption, that we allow the 
culture to degrade the way it has. So let's really try to embody that and make the, the, our sphere of influence a little bit greater than it was before in the vulnerable, anti-shame, uh, pro, pro-love stance. Yes. Let's set the example. Let's set the change that we want to see. Absolutely. And join us, please, on our Live It or Waste It Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and search Live It or Waste It Now, and you will find us. Also, please share your experiences on that Facebook page with vulnerability and tell us if it's something you need to work on in your life. And we want to hear about tips and strategies that have worked for you to allow that vulnerability out. Join us next week, and this is another big episode when we continue our Healthy Habits series with Atomic Habits with James Clear. And remember to subscribe and share, share, share this podcast with a friend. That's how we grow. That's how we get stronger. That's how we build as a community. Share, people, share. And you can find me online at Someone Talked, T A L K E D Media, Someone Talked Media.com. And you can find me on the World Wide Webs at WineDesigns.com. Now go out there and live it. Don't waste it. Peace and love.